Good morning, Bill. How are you? Good, Mike. How's it going? Very well. Uh, on the outside, it looked like quite the wild ride yesterday in terms of trades and transactions and reports of players going and staying. Curious from the inside, what kind of roller coaster was yesterday for you and the staff? And what what is the challenge of keeping all of your roster priorities in check when it's such a fluid day? Oh uh, yeah. Well, as you said, it's um, it can be fluid, and um, I mean, there's always conversations and some potential player movement. Some of it materializes, some of it doesn't. Um, so I don't know. In the end, just try to. You know, do the best you can to um, create the most competitive team you can, and um, that, that's what we try to do. If I could ask you about uh, Jared Stidham and Brian Hoyer, what kind of growth did you see from Stidham in camp uh, in the preseason that allowed him to win the number two quarterback spot behind Tom, and how hard was the decision to let uh, Brian Hoyer go, given he had such knowledge and comfort in the system? Yeah, well, I thought both players um, you know, played well in camp, and um, I like both players. Um, but in the end, there are a number of considerations that you have to make, and so we did what we felt was best for the team. But um, you know, it's still I think Brian's a good player, and you know, it's a long season, so we'll see what happens. Thank you. Okay, Mike Reese, followed by Phil Perry. Go ahead, Mike. Thanks, Aaron. So, um, Russell Bodine, obviously some experience there uh, with him in the NFL. What have you seen from him in the NFL and even before that um, that made you guys want to acquire him? Uh, yeah, well, he's um, Russell's had a solid um, career and quite a bit of experience playing center uh, for Cincinnati and and then most recently for Buffalo. So um, he's also played guard in the past, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. Uh, with the three linemen that we acquired um, over the past few days, and we'll just see how it all works out. But uh, he's, at this point, one of the more experienced players uh, on our team in terms of NFL experience. Um, so we'll, we'll see how, how that comes to go. And just out of curiosity on that, Bill, when it's mentioning the experience, is it more about what he's done in the NFL when you're making that move relative to, like, going back to an old scouting report, you know, when he was coming out for you guys out of college? Well, I think all the information we have on any player is relevant. Um, some things carry a little more weight than others, so it would depend on the individual situation. Um, but... It's, we, we try to look at all of it and put it all together, see if it all makes sense. Sometimes there's um, a conflicting uh, report or opinion, and you know, to try to get to the bottom of that. You know, is it so? That, that, that's the process. Just try to figure it all out um, with all the information that we have available. Thank you. Okay, Phil Perry, and then uh, please remember to hit five star to ask any questions. Go ahead, Phil. Thanks, Aaron. Bill wanted to ask you, you were you were asked about David Andrews the other night, and it sounded like you guys at that point were still gathering some information on him. And now we know 
he'll be on IR for the year. So I wanted to ask you how significant a loss is that for your team for 2019 and um, how important is it for whoever is, is playing that center position to develop a, a quick rapport with the quarterbacks? Uh, well, yeah, that's an important position, and um, that's the relationship between the center and the quarterback is, of course, an important one. Ted's, Ted's done that. He's been here for four years and um, you know, played a couple of games uh, two years ago um, that David missed. But see how again, see how things work out with um, the other players on the roster that some of which are just have just been acquired and uh, see how it all fits together. And I'm not sure exactly how this will how it will turn out. Again, we haven't. Seen three of the players that are on our roster ever you know, run a play in a Patriots uniform, so we'll evaluate it as we go. Okay, we'll go. We'll go with uh, Tom Kern, followed by Mike Reese. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, Bill. Uh, Demarius Thomas last Thursday had you know got plenty of run in that final preseason game and performed well. Was that a difficult release and? Is there more to come, perhaps, with him as the roster continues to churn? Um, yeah, the, the whole receiver situation was, um, you know, it's been challenging all through camp with the limited availability of uh, certain players. Uh, I say most of the players have been limited at one point or another. So just have to use the information that we have and try to, um, do do the best we can with it. Um, we don't, we'll just we'll have to see how it goes. And just a quick follow on that. I mean, you have the game with Pittsburgh coming up in just seven days. Are some of these decisions made yesterday made, I would guess, with an eye on availability and roles for that game? Well, I wouldn't say that uh, that game isn't a factor, but we when you put together a roster, you have to take a lot longer view than one week. So mm-hmm. that's what we we try to do. Sure, the Pittsburgh game is important. So with the other fifteen, uh, I don't think you want to build a roster for the opening day and then go through the next fifteen games and feel like <laughs> you're not happy with the roster. So, All right, appreciate. It. Okay, Mike Reese. All right, thanks, Aaron. Um, Bill, is it, am I right in that practice squad can be formed today after waivers um, yes. deadline? Okay. Yes. Great. And and um and I was curious just on the trade market from the last from just yesterday basically it seemed like a, a six rounder was maybe the the going price on some of those deals where teams had like maybe some excess depth at a position and and you know maybe they get that position to another team and then another team get the position that they were looking for some depth back. Does that, does that seem right to you, or is it more like case-by-case case on those trades? Um, and just curious for you to assess that market the way that unfolded yesterday. Yeah, to be honest with you, Mike, I don't really studied everything that happened yesterday, so um, I know what we did. I know that the players that we were involved in either on our team or on other teams as conversations and so forth. 
Um, but I, I really didn't study what else happened, so I'm not. I'm not gotcha. Any, any comments on that? And and then just specific to your team at, at cornerback, um, how would you sort of assess the group that's come together? It seemed like you obviously had some good depth there. That there was interest in some of your guys um, around the league. How would you assess sort of what what you have now going into the season at that position? The way that competition has unfolded. I think it's a very competitive position. I think we have some flexibility back there uh, with our corners and also with our safeties. Um, but well, the regular season's a, a whole different evaluation than what we've had in preseason. And certainly we'll get tested against um, a very good offensive passing attack like the Steelers have. So um, you know, we'll see. But again, all the all the moves and decisions we made are based on what we feel like is best for the football team. And so that's that's what it is. Okay, we'll go with uh, Mark Daniels, followed by Tom Kern. Go ahead, Mark. Thanks, Aaron. Um, Bill, in regards to Gunnar Olszewski, how unique was his situation? Just, you know, from going transitioning from cornerback to, you know, receiver slash returner, and then, you know, what, what unfolded with him yesterday in, in regards to, it seemed like maybe he was almost released, but then told later he was brought back. Uh, well, look, that's what training camps for, is to, you know, give, give players an opportunity to compete and evaluate their performance. And, you know, a lot of people like to pick out the teams back in May and June and who's going to do what and all that, but we've always used training camp as, as a competitive period, an evaluation period, to you know, let the players decide how that's going to turn out based on the performance. And so the players um, that are on the team earned those spots. Nobody was given anything. Um, it was a competitive situation. Again, we took the players that we feel like it was the most competitive team. Sure, not everybody agrees with that. And I, I respect that, uh, but we did what we felt was best. It's the same thing we always do. It's no different. And, and with Gunnar, I, I take it this was this was a matter of a, obviously a player making the most out of you know his, his situation here. And I know you've talked a lot about just um, his, his willingness to do everything and just his compete level. Yeah, I mean, Gunner's a tough kid. He's improved a lot. Um, he's shown some versatility. I think he has still a long way to go. Um, but he continues to work hard and um, is able to continue his, his rate of improvement. I think you know, he has enough talent to be a productive player for us. And we'll see how versatile he is or isn't going forward. Thank you. Okay, we'll go with uh, Mark. We'll go to uh, Tom Kern, and then we have time for one more after Tom. So uh, go ahead, Tom. Bill, I don't want you to get deeply into any injury conversations regarding Nikhil Harry, but I'm just wondering as he misses a period of time here in terms of not being able to be on the field, is it setting him behind and, and creating more uncertainty as to what you might be able to get from him early in the year? as you guys go really into game plan mode on a week-to-week basis? Well, 
course, I, I feel and we feel that all players benefit from practicing. Otherwise, there would be no point in us doing it. So those are opportunities. Um, look, every player's missed time at one point or another for whatever the reasons are. So that's something that we deal with all the time. It's very rare in the National Football League that every player on your team is 100% healthy. So it's kind of like in the NFL. I mean, every team in the league goes through the same thing. And just to get greedy and ask specifically, any any progress from him or indications you can give on, yeah. on how close he might be? Yeah, no, he's definitely getting better. I mean, all of our injured players are getting better. All the guys that have been dealing with things are getting better. You know, where exactly they are. Some of them didn't play in the game on Sunday. We didn't practice on Friday. We didn't practice yesterday. So some of these guys we haven't seen on the field in a couple of days. We'll see where they're at. Thank you. Okay, guys, I don't see any other hands raised, so going once, twice. All right, I think we're done here. Thank you, Coach. All right, thank you.